Hi, and welcome to the Small Business Sisters podcast. If you're new here, we're Jenny and Christina, two actual real-life sisters who both happen to start their own small businesses. If you're here, you're probably a woman small business owner who is running a lot of the show by herself. Over the last eight years, we've each been in business. We've had to discover a lot of business owning on the fly. We know that running a business, a household, and maintaining mental health can be challenging because we've shed a lot of tears over it. Thankfully, we've always had each other to ask all the questions, bounce off all the ideas, and just have someone on the other end who gets it. And that's why we're here. That's why we started this podcast, to help other small business owners who are doing it all feel less alone. We talk about business strategy, our mental health journey, and all that falls in between. We're glad you're here to join our sisterhood. Hi, everybody, and welcome back. We are excited to start something new today. We uh, thought it would be a great idea to start sharing some reviews we're starting to get on our podcast, which is so exciting because as we share at the end, the more positive reviews on it, the more people will find it. And so um, Jenny is going to read our very first one. And if you leave your name, of course, we'll read your name. And if you leave your shop name, we'll also leave your shop name. So hopefully people will check you out and give you a follow on Instagram. So Jen, what's our first review? So the one I picked to read today is from my friend Melly in Batavia. She owns a shop here called Pretty Pages. And actually, it's very similar, like the light and pine concept in that she joined with another shop, Mojo, and they have a brick and mortar together, but then still operate their businesses singly too. So I love that. Shout out to Melly. This is going to be really fun reading reviews because... That Yeah, reviews are just expressive and I love it. And thank you to everyone that has reviewed us. We really appreciate it. And every time we get one, we screenshot it and send it to each other and do a little like <laughs> yeah. cheer because it's so fun. Happy dance. We're, we love doing the podcast, but it's so fun to hear that like people listen and they like it too and find it valuable. So thank you for taking time yeah. to review. So Melly says the title is Obsessed. And five stars. I can't say enough good things about this. These women are savvy, smart, vulnerable, funny, and everything you need in your life. It's not just small business. It's life and motherhood and all the things. Thank you, ladies. This is just what my small business mind and heart needs. Thank you, Molly. I love that. You're the best. Thank you. (laughs) That was great. So if you are enjoying the podcast, if you're new, if you're a veteran and have been here a while, make sure to go leave us a review and we will start reading those every week um, and say thank you. Yeah, so go follow Pretty Pages. Pretty Pages. Um, Okay, so before we get started, Jenny, I feel like I owe an update to – you already know this, but I owe an update to our audience. I want to keep some of my medical journey private, so I'm not going to share what medicine, but <laughs> I have been on medicine for the last month. So I'm a month in, so I feel like I can share. Um, but if you've been following a while, you know I have ADHD. I've had it suspectedly since I was young, but just got like really nailed it down and confirmed it through testing in my late 20s. And now I'm 35. I've decided this is my year of like health mm-hmm. because I also got started getting physicals, which 
I haven't done. So. Uh, like me who like wants six a year just to make sure I don't have some yes. underlying disease. Yes. Well, I just figured it's been eight years since I've had my last baby. It's probably best to like not move on from my OB. Obviously, there's still stuff that happens there. But I just had never like had a, a, a physical to make mm-hmm. sure like my body's fine. And as we all know, it, mid-30s, I better start checking. Um, but anyway, so th- this is my year of health. And so uh, I don't – I think I've talked about it on the podcast a little bit, but definitely in my personal life, like, it was a real struggle to decide if I ever wanted to be medicated or not uh, for a lot of different reasons, but mainly because I just thought I would feel bad for little me. But my husband and I, after, like, discussing a ton of things and going to a psychologist and doing all of the things, uh, we he said, you know, little you would be proud of you and would want you to be healthy and, and get what you need. So I made the jump and did it, and it is so great. So great. Although awesome. we tend to record on weekends, so you haven't really – or I guess they haven't – heard me when I've been medicated. I The thing I'm most happy about is it really hasn't changed me at all. Like I think you hear a lot of things of when you go on ADHD meds that they change who you are, but I have not felt that at all. My husband hasn't felt that at all. Um, it's just uh, something that is interesting is when you have ADHD, and this is what my psychologist was talking to me about, when there, there are certain neurons that don't connect, and then when you have this med, they do connect. And so it doesn't, I don't feel robotic in any way. I don't feel, um, I don't feel like not myself. It just feels like clarity and and clearness. I don't know how to describe it, but it's been a really great change for me. Again, I'm a month in. I didn't want to say anything too fast because then, you know, people start giving advice and that's why I'm not sharing what med I'm on either. But um, I did want to update everyone that I did move forward with that because I know we're really honest about like our mental health journeys. And it's been a really good, it's been a really good thing for me. I'm really happy for you. I, because I've always been such a proponent of like doing whatever works for you and your journey. And there's been times where I have chosen to be on medication because it really helped me. And there are other times where I tried other things. So I just, Mm -hmm. I really like that you advocated for yourself and you are just like, um, I don't know, holding it openly and taking it one day at a time. So I'm happy for you. Yeah. Thank you. I'm wondering if uh, you or our audience will notice if I'm on it when we record. We'll I know. I was going to have you clarify now people are for gonna... everyone that you've been just taking it on weekdays, not the weekend. Uh-huh. So that's why yep. you said mm-hmm. we record on the weekend. So We record on the weekends, which sometimes we record during the week. So we'll see. But it's been a great change for me, and I wanted to update everyone that just kind of like you said, like you got to do what's best for you. And I'm glad I'm a month in because really I don't think anybody could voice their opinion to me now and me be like, oh, I'll listen to you because, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Anyways, yeah. that's my little update. And then I we were going to do almost like a live phone call tonight with you guys. So Jenny has no idea what I'm about to bring up. I know. Um, but I, well, I called her and, you know, we, I think it's just such a natural flow of what it really sounds like when we call each other with these ideas. Um, if you don't know about it and same if you were to ask me, 
So we'll start with today's episode. Um, okay, so I've been listening to a podcast, and Jenny knows which podcast I'm listening to. And so I there's this little part of it, Jen, that I wanted to ask your opinion about, and we can kind of go from there. Okay. So this podcast um, was talking about during – basically how during COVID, when everything was shut down or soon thereafter, um, when people were – still really buying online. Like they really saw this, this person actually owns a brick and mortar and she talks about like the brick and mortar is still doing really well, but that during that time of shutdown, something that worked really well for brick and mortars was going live with products. Mm -hmm. And, um, she said like, why, why ruin a good thing? Like if a good thing is working, why take it away? And so we're obviously three and a half years later and she talks about, um, weekly, adding new arrivals weekly and how that was something during COVID, basically people were constantly shopping and shopping online that they were kind of bored at home, right? So then they would just keep watching and keep Mm -hmm. watching or uh, however you did your new arrivals. And so that's something that they have not taken away because again, why ruin a good thing? So I wanted to ask your opinion because I know we're a little bit different than like a fashion boutique, right? We're makers. Mm-hmm. But like what's your viewpoint on a weekly new arrival? We'll start there. Like what's your viewpoint on that? Do you think it'd be beneficial or not? And then like what does that look like as far as the maker goes? Does it look like new prints? Does it look like new colors? Does it look like new smells? Like I kind of wanted to explore that because I was like, hmm, is that something that I should try? Yeah, that's a great question. I know um what you're, is there a reason are we not saying this podcast? <laughs> or what? Well, we can say I, it at the end. Okay. Um cuz I do know what you're talking about and I like binged that whole thing a whole nine episodes cuz I loved it. Um but I think this is a great question and I really don't think there is one right answer especially for depending on your business and even your product and what you make. And so I have found, and this is probably more personality-based than my product, but I tend to get, this is actually probably very Enneagram 6 of me, is that I love rules and plans, but then I can like box myself in with them and get so stressed out about making sure I'm following all the rules that then I lose my creativity and I spin out and I like burn out a little bit because I'm so focused Mm. on doing what they told me to do that I like lose a bit a little bit of just being in the moment so this actually applies to me with new products too I used to do a very I don't not rigid but very regimented spring, summer, fall, winter collection, even to the point where like Mm -hmm. I would launch the collection, it would be out those three months and then I'd take it away. So like you couldn't order those scents, like you had to order based on the season. And that worked. And I, I see the value in that and that you're kind of creating this like limited edition urgency. Yeah. That like, oh, I have to get those scents now um, before they go away. So like I get that. But I feel for me that added so much more work on the back end because I'd have to like 
redo all those products on my website, change it over for the next season, make sure I was doing it in time for wholesale to order it, you know, before the launch of retail. It just ended up being very rigid for me. And when people would reach out and be like, oh, I love sweet tobacco. Can I get sweet tobacco? And I would get so caught up in like, no, it's it's a summer, (laughs) summer scent. But then I guess maybe it it wasn't pandemic. It was like the, I get all the years confused now, but would I guess that'd be, maybe it was 2022 when things like people like halted their spending a little bit. I Mm -hmm. just started thinking like, well, why am I not, can I pour these sweet tobacco candles for these people, this person and like sell four candles versus like not sell those candles? Because I'm saying like, no, even though I have all the materials, I have the oils. So it kind of helped me to Mm -hmm. rework that. And what I kind of just naturally flowed into is I have all my scents available if people come into the shop. They can order with me those scents. And then as I have one ready um, with like the new label, because I was also switching over my labels, I'll take I get into a system of like I take the new pictures then, I do the listing at that night, and then I have this new product that really is not new. Like I have had sweet tobacco around, but there's like a new system of people are like seeing, oh, like sweet tobacco is available. So it feels new, I think, to audiences because I think we also, like, our business is always at our forefront of our minds. We feel like everybody thinks about all the scents that Illuminated Space has. But really, like, people's attention spans are short. They're not just focused on your business. And I think it's how we, like, market our products, right? Like, we're, it looks like we're launching a new product that week, but maybe we're really just talking about it new or, like, something is spruced up Mm. about it. So that's kind of what I've been doing. And sometimes they have new stuff like the mood boxes. And I just try to let myself like if I'm feeling that creative flow and I've created something new, I've learned about myself that it helps me not to be rigid about that and um, say like, oh, I can't launch this now because I need to have a strategic plan. And again, I'm not saying the strategic plan is bad because I know there are other people that like that they need that they need to work their business Mm -hmm. like that. But if you're finding that that doesn't serve you well, then I just want to say to you, like, it's okay to let that go and do it as you feel the creative energy to do it. And that's what I've been doing. And I feel like it's working for me. So it feels new to customers, but it's not necessarily new. Yeah. And I, well, I was just wondering because for a maker, like we'll just use my shop as an example. If I were to put out wet bags, but do like a new print every Tuesday or something, there's only so many prints and then, you know, I would want to change them by season. And so I think because it's a fashion, um, like more of like they buy wholesale, they're able to do those weekly releases. And mm-hmm. that's kind of what I was thinking. But I was like, how do I adjust this to like a maker, um, the maker side? And it, is it um, like, is it that there's certain ones available all the time and then every two or three weeks? I, w- I do like the idea of like my people expecting a release at X time. So like if they're like, oh, 
every first Thursday of the month or whatever, new prints are put up. Um, I do like the idea of that. I just don't know what it looks like mm-hmm. from a maker standpoint. Yeah, that's and that's kind of where I've just – and again, maybe it's more of like I'm following a creative energy. So I – you know, a human pattern, we tend to get excited about things and then it kind of like – falters and then we're excited about a new thing so I try to follow that in my business too like I got really excited about the refillable candles and that's when I approached Chelsea from House of Ivy and how do we do concrete together and I just kind of rolled that out and then I saw this mood boxes thing and I got excited about that and did it so I just kind of trust that there's and there's not a timeline or um pattern to that and I hear what you're saying and I know what she was saying too and I think there is a place for that but I think if you don't have it then at the other side you don't want to force yourself to do it because that's going to come out all funky for your customers if you're just like forcing yourself to pump out all these new items or release right and I guess I don't I'm not thinking items as much as like prints right like I I think that less is more in the fact that you have, like, Jen, your candles and oil bottles, right? We'll even divide it in candles, oil bottles, and cement candles, right? Like, those are your things. And then mine would be wet bags, pocket tees, headbands. So I don't necessarily want to do more items, but, like, what is it? I'm trying to figure out prints as far as what is going to sell as far as like if they keep coming back to my site month after month and they're the same prints, mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? This so is- I'm trying to and, – and then there's so – I don't want to put too many options as pockets because that can get overwhelming. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to figure out like is there a way to like launch a collection, right? But the, And then how often do those switch? I think that's where my mind is going. Yeah, I get that. And I think that's where then we split off because my product is also a consumable product. So my like natural rhythm is they're using up their candle. They come back. Yeah, and getting a new one. So that's a great question. I wonder if you could do something like it kind of based on this season of like, okay, so you're traveling and now – so summer, you have your pocketsies, but then you also have a coordinating makeup bag or something, or something like bag? where like maybe not even the print changes, but it's like this new – you're rotating the element of like what people are wanting with their pocketsies. So like headbands – do you feel like headbands are more spring and summer? Uh, maybe not in Texas. For sure. But here like – I could see how that's like a huge nice weather accessory. So you are like right. coordinating somehow the pocketees and headbands. And then you move into like mm-hmm. the pocketees or the school, um, like how you do the school letters or not school letters, like yeah. text, like TX, like yeah. m- more of a fall thing. And so then that's coordinating with something else so it feels like like new kind of because you're like oh yeah you're thinking seasonally of like that's when I want to get 
Yeah, but I think that's where I'm held up is when I have them for a full season, it feels like, well, a lot of things. It feels like my website doesn't change. And then it also feels like it's, it doesn't bring back that customer, right? So right, they're like, oh, right, I already right. have all of those. So I think that's what I'm trying to figure out is what does that look like? Does it look like for a month, I have these six pockets and that's it. And then the next month, and so then people learn the first of the month, I change all the pocket options. Like that might well, be what I it looks wonder, like. And, then- and maybe you already do this, but it makes sense to me for yours to be like, super limited edition exclusive and so like the first of the month they're like here are the prints I have and then once those are gone then it's a new month and there's new prints because I feel like with yours and any product that is um not consumable I guess or that like lasts for a long time there is you want to create some kind of urgency of like, why do I want to buy this right now? Right now. Because it's going to go away. I think that might be something I change is rotating the, and to your point, like a yard of fabric makes uh, 16 pockets. So like Mm -hmm. I could have like, this is all I'm buying of this fabric. And then constantly have certain ones, like my giftable ones are like the taco pocket Mm -hmm. or um the uh what was the other one I just made is also food there's a food one I forget but like there's ones that people buy for gifts a lot that I would probably leave up and then it would be the like other pockets that rotate every month but mm-hmm. I think that's what I'm leaning towards you could I think the first of the month is doable I could get pictures of everything like mm-hmm. the week before and then Again, like once they're out, they're out. I mean, what if – I don't know how to execute this, but what if you had – okay, let's say the first of the month, you show all your swatches of fabric, and then you have a chart that's like, here's what you can order with this fabric. You can order a pockety, headband, turban, what are all your – all the things. So it's like a visual – grid almost of like these are the things you can get in these prints and then Mm -hmm. you keep that in front of people of like okay there's this much of this fabric left so they can pick what they Mm -hmm. want of that fabric but then once that fabric's Mm -hmm. gone it's gone yeah that's a that's a good and being like here are the seven or eight fabrics this month and then I, I kind of like that. I like that because I would look at it and be like, because, okay, let's say, I don't know. I, okay. <laughs> I have such a. This is how our phone calls like <laughs> actually go okay. when we talk about business. I have a, like a really round face and headbands hurt me. So like I have a couple of Christina's turbans that she makes in actual larger sizes. <laughs> so they fit my head. But if she posted this fabric in a turban that I really liked, I would see it and be like, oh, I love that fabric, but I don't want a turban. But if she had a sheet of like, okay, here's the fabric and here's all the things I can make out of this fabric, that would help me visually think like, oh my God, I want that in a wet bag. That, And I didn't even think wet bag when I saw it because you posted it as a turban. So, like, yeah. I think I okay. like showing people. This might people be something I experiment with. Like, 
Tomorrow is May 1st. (laughs) It's going to be May. Yes. This is going to be a June 1st thing, which is perfect because I'll be there with you and we can like map it out together. Um, Well, I'm just envisioning like how cool this would be to like somehow have a chart of all your things you make and then the swatches Mm -hmm. and people Mm -hmm. could visualize like what they want in it. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that's really helpful too because with my mommy and me ones, oftentimes people, those are more, uh, if I looked back, most of my mommy and me's come custom instead of through my site because they want um, certain colors in the fabric. And so if I have eight and say, this is what I have, but they could create their own matching set from it, um, that could be a thing too. And I feel so, yeah, this like- this is definitely something to explore. I just felt like with me, you said it so well, like your item is like super consumable. Like it runs out, so they have to come back and get it. For those of us, those of you listening and myself that have products that don't have to bring people back, we kind of have to be more creative of how to get them back. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I was just going to say something, and I lost my train of thought. Oh, I'm sorry. But I was going to say – I don't remember. I like that Uh, for you because – I don't remember. Keep talking. Maybe it'll come back to me. Oh, bummer. I hope it comes back <laughs> to you. I'm I'm willing it back. I, I feel like it was so good too. I'm just kidding. But you're right. Um, like um getting people like showing them they get to decide, but also adding like a time element to it. I think it's exciting. I think I think that's the essence that she was talking about in the pandemic era of watching everything online because you were you felt this like, oh my gosh, I want it. Did you ever like watch all the this is a long time ago, but the Lula Row lives and being like so sucked in. Mm-hmm. And I remember being like, Yeah, why am I watching this? But there was like an mm-hmm. urgency to and surprise element of seeing what she'd pull out. Mm-hmm. Oh, I found it. I found my thought. It was, I feel like this <laughs> would be so good for you ordering supply-wise, because you could just yes. order all the fabric at once, mm-hmm. ship it to you, and then be like, yeah, this is it. This is it. And then you have mm-hmm. your rhythm for reordering again the next yeah. month. Yeah. yeah. I love when supply ordering and, is streamlined. Well, and because I – there was a time when I picked both the shirt color and the pocket and, like, just posted that and that's what I would sell. Um, and then, of course, when I opened Wildflower and saw people like to design their own, I kind of made it into here's what the T-shirt looks like. Now pick your pocket. But for th- what I'm envisioning now is more having the option of shirt, a few different options, and then having those eight po- eight pockets and then eight wet bags all in the same prints. Mm-hmm. Um, and because right now I kind of rotate them out, and people will come in my office and be like. Wait, I want this one, which is one that I completely forgot about from years ago. Like I could start like bringing those back, like mm-hmm. the bestseller kind of things. Yeah. Um, yeah, this gets me excited. I think I'm going to start planning this out and get it started in June. And especially for you. Figure it out. Which like it's not consumable, but at the same time, like your kids market, kids are always changing sizes. So 
I feel mm-hmm. like that you could bring those patterns back because they might want it in the next size, you know, mm-hmm. and like that gets them back. Yeah, I like I agree with you that like there is a sense of urgency of and you did, like that's why Jenny's candles did amazing at Wildflower and one because they're the best, but two, <laughs> people knew we didn't we didn't get them every day, right? Like we ordered every 6ish weeks maybe. So they would be like, "Oh my god, I have to like <laughs> stock up because they're not coming and to full circle back to sweet tobacco. <laughs> my sweet, sweet friend tobacco. Brittany. Yeah, if Brittany's listening like Lit, you know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. Every time she'd come in, she'd be like, sweet tobacco. Sweet so like, it's a summer scent. Like, I can't get it. Like, I Jenny know. wouldn't so even give it to my shop. Super fun to, like, let my scents be orderable all the time because people do love that. But I find that then I talk about seasonal ones during their season. Yeah. Which, I mean, really, you could be kind of sneaky and rename certain ones as like quote unquote new sense, right? Yeah, no, I do. Like I you could t- technically be like <laughs> Yeah, I no, I really do rename things sometimes because people are funny about names and like uh I'm trying to think of an example I did. Well, you renamed the scent that you used for your Aurora candle. Yeah, a white oak is Aurora, but there there have been some other Oh, oh. Citrus agave, which is like my most popular candle because it's a dupe of the volcano candle. Um, the oil is called citrus agave, but I initially had changed it because I was my husband was always like, You should really change the names so people don't know. But I now I just like don't care yeah, if you, you just know announced what oils it to the I world. Use. Yeah, it's okay. Everybody can find the oils I use. But they don't know they don't know your science of how much <laughs> They probably do, but it's fine. That's okay. I find everybody's a fantastic candle maker and everybody (laughs) can learn to make candles, but some people are like, I don't want to make candles. I want you to make them for me. So that's where I stay in business. (laughs) Tammy. Me and Ellie. Tammy's listening. I can say say right now Ellie would say, yeah. Oh, I tried to teach Ellie once because she's like, yeah, I want to help you make candles. (laughs) She did like. (laughs) Three wicks, and I maybe got her to stir the oil and wax, and she's like, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. (laughs) But anyway, I called citrus agave sugared citrus, and it, like, did not sell at all. I think that was the first the year of the pandemic. It was called sugared citrus, and, like, nobody bought it. And then I changed. I love the name of that. The original name. Actually, my friend Anna, when I posted about citrus agave, she's like, is this um, (laughs) FK, you know, formerly known as (laughs) sugared citrus? I was like, it is. Uh, I like sugared citrus. That's a cute name. I know. But people, this because most people are non-food candle people. So if there's any mention of food, you like lose a whole audience. Jenny, I feel like I'm just having a thought right now. (laughs) I feel like Small Business Sisters needs its own scent. (gasps) And you should sell a Small Business Sisters Better Together. It can be called the scent is Better Together. (gasps) Oh my gosh. Okay, everybody listening. We need to create a scent. Yes, because you – yes. All right, this is 
Perfect. And when we're there, we have to include things that help. Fo- we can do like a work candle, like that helps you focus. And then I a little piece that. of Jenny and a little piece of me. Well, and I was thinking because you can like write words, right, on your stuff. But can't you write what? words on pocket? Do you like embroider or no? No. <laughs> you uh-uh. don't write initials? How did you write? Well, I write initials, but I don't embroider a pocket. Like, I i mean, I guess I could put like initials on a pocket, but I do i do big initials. I don't have an embroidery machine Well, anymore. you could somehow it. do shirts that say like better to, is it just better together too long? You could put as yeah, we could figure we could figure something out. Maybe like our our logo on a headband print or something. Yes. Okay. We'll come Anyways, up with I th- I feel like there needs to be a small business sisters candle. Yeah, so that's a we great need to work idea. On that. that we should just start promoting that right now that it's coming soon. Okay. Small business sisters. I'll be there in a few weeks. Candle so we can figure it out then. Okay. So we just went off on a tangent, but I, I'm really excited about this. Hopefully, if you're listening and you also have a product like mine or even like Jen's, um, that Jen's advice helped and then like collaborating. This is oftentimes what it sounds like when I call her and I'm like, okay, this is an idea that just came to my mind. <laughs> How do I explore it or create it? And same from Jen's side. Um, but sometimes we'll just end and be like, oh, okay, yeah, it wasn't a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> or like one Never time Ty, Christina's husband Tyler was – Christina was like so excited about something. And sometimes – I mean that's why we're such we, – we are best friends and like sisters truly know each other because I can be very sometimes like okay, like non-expressive. And Tyler was like, okay, she does not like that idea. <laughs> and I was like, I, I like it. I just that. need to – it was about doing all the workshops and stuff for teens. <laughs> and you were like oh. so excited. And I, I don't I know why. So I was just excited. in a really tired mood or something. And I was like, okay. And Tyler in the background was like, <laughs> yeah, she does not like that idea. Yeah, it, I just had this like random thought because someone had actually come to me personally and said, you know, my daughter's 14 and really wants to open an Etsy shop and I just thought of you, like, could you walk her through that? Yeah, and I do and love so the I was, idea. I just was in a weird mood. <laughs> so I called Jenny and I'm like, Jen, we could like totally do a Yeah, like, you were you had it like camp, all right? planned or, out. Uh-huh, I did. <laughs> And I you're did. like, okay, so you'll come here for four <laughs> days and then we'll teach this. Thing. And I was just like not in the right headspace. And I was like, That okay. was funny though because I did, I did have you on speaker and you're like, okay. And Tyler was like, yeah, she, I think you said she's not on board. She's not like, on board. Arrested yeah. Development. She's not on board. But anyways, I'm glad that this one worked out and that I have like – I have a starting point to kind of feed that creativity off of and kind of, I guess at this point, it's guess and check and see what works and see what the audience likes and go from there. Yeah. That's it. That was a great talking topic. Everyone be watching. (laughs) Be watching. If you love the podcast, we would love if you'd subscribe and leave us a review. Every positive review helps other small business owners to find us. Remember, don't do life alone. We're better together. For more content, go follow us on Instagram at underscore small business sisters. Make sure to introduce yourself because we love following and supporting other small businesses. 
And if you're interested in being a guest or advertising with us on the podcast, visit smallbusinesssisterspodcast.com.